Jesus H. Christ path, girl. Like, how long does it to take you to get coffee? My coffee machine was giving me problems. It was being a bratty sub. Jesus, like, what did you have to go up to Columbia and fucking jerk off the mule that carried the beans? Like, you're like, I'll be two minutes. I'm sitting here like, okay, gonna do a show. Gonna do a show. We're ready. And there's like seven minutes goes by. Nine minutes. Jesus Christ. Okay, what you don't know with the Keurig is if you put water into the little thing, it has to warm up a bit. So it's saying, add water, add water. I added the fucking water. Give me my coffee. Okay, okay, okay. So what you're telling the perverted podcast listeners and me is that you know how fucking long it takes for your coffee maker to make coffee and you still chose to just lackadaisically go and jerk off the donkey to carry your beans from this is just me bitching by the way i just felt like bitching because i'm sorry it's that kind of day but uh, yes, you know I'm, that kind of day you have your coffee i'm very happy mm-hmm. that you have your goddamn coffee yeah. and uh and uh I, we have a fucking show a yes. show i tell you there's gonna be penetrato there's going to be mayhem there's going to be shenanigans and it's <gasps> will there, all will there shenanigans be what will there be hijinks there will be hijinks. I Yay! really don't know what that word means, but I think it means shenanigans. Ah, uh, okay. Like, what's a hijinx? Like, it isn't jinx when you say the same thing to somebody yeah. at the same time? Mm-hmm. So that's like you guys are standing on a chair, and it's hijinks, and that's somehow... Let's just go back to jerking off donkeys and do a show. The show you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. That means you don't have to listen to it. But if you're curious, here we go. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange. Come and join our kinky world of play. The Birdie Podcast. Coffee, 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 Fort Path Girl. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. We're recording on Zencaster where I may be all wet and dripping and floating away, but it's not because I did a wonderful scene and I'm in a subspace coma. I'm Path Girl. <laughs> I'm Count Boogie. What, did you fucking spring a leak in the apartment or what? No, no, no. The reason why I'm also late getting my coffee ready is that there's not one, not two, but four different weather advisories down by me. I'm under a severe weather alert, a flood watch, a flash flood warning, and a tornado watch. Yay! But you're on the second floor? Yes, but it took me like an hour and 20 minutes to get home, which normally takes me about 40 minutes to get home. So yeah, that was fun. Christ. Uh You know, I was going to move out there, but fuck that, dude. It's cold (laughs) enough here. Dude, last night I froze in that goddamn car. Right now, though, it was like 38 degrees, which, look, I know if you're indoors, 38 degrees is nothing. You can go out in shorts for a while. But when you're sitting there for a while, fucking do. Jesus Christ. But now. I'm in my storage unit, and I swear to God, I don't know if I've talked about the most amazing thing that I finally have. They make little teeny 400-watt heaters. Oh, cool. That Because like a normal heater is like super powerful, yeah. and it takes a lot of electricity. And I'm basically stealing electricity off the light bulb and storage. 
So I'll blow up the whole place if I put a real heater on it, right? And then I'll be calling up to front going, hey, uh, hey, man, uh, the, the, lights, not working. the lights all went out. And he'll be all, God damn it, Boogie. So, but they have these little teeny $10 heaters that are like, you know, 400 watts, which is like four old light bulbs. So it's not very powerful. But if I put it right at my feet, mm-hmm. like right now I am sitting and I have my sweats and, and the holes cut in front of the sweats because I wear shorts on them and then I pull it to whatever. It's a hygiene thing. Yeah. And so my balls are hanging out and the ah. heat right now is just blasting 10 inches away from my glorious old man nutsack. And I'm getting ready. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Getting you're, ready. Mm-hmm. I'm cooking. I am cooking the nads mm-hmm. right now and trying to get every new listener that we have. To, to run away re- screaming to rethink their podcast choices <laughs> but i'm just so excited because my balls are warm and it's cold <laughs> but you know for a 10 dollar heater for uh, you know 400 watts what are you gonna do I'm i know excited. past christmas but bugs not roasting on that's, a heater thing <laughs> that a heater thing getting ready for my uh middle-aged uh non-kink scamming that i'm going to in a couple hours Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I got an event at the library. It's like a oh. writers, it's a writers workshop thing, oh. and so it's kind of fun. Like they, you know, t- t- it's like to get inspiration. Like all you all sit around and then you you know come up with creative ideas and whatever. And I like it because I'll just use that in a song and and do a cha- a song challenge. And so you know, a different points of view is fun. But a lot of women show up to these things. Oh. It's mostly women, so. That's where I'm going to go and try to be like super charming in a non kinky sort of way. Uh-huh. I've done it before. I've gone to some things there before and it is pretty, you know, it's pretty not kink. It's pretty not kinky, but there's always you. If you sit in a room with 10 middle aged women, it's uh-huh. not too hard for me to figure out which one of them is the slut. <laughs> I'll do it because, you know, there's a mannerism and you'll crack Mm -hmm. a joke and then they'll go, huh, huh. And then, you know, you know. So that's what I'm going in. I'm ready. Balls are warm. What did you do this week? (laughs) Well, back last week, I had an amazing scene with Donis. Um, We haven't had one in quite a while. And we kind of did it before New Year's since he had to work New Year's Day. So he didn't want to get too tired going into work the next day. But. Uh, we had a really great scene. Uh, we had met up with our kinky friends for some pre new year's dinner and then came back Mm -hmm. and broke out some of the newer toys we haven't used yet. Uh, we had a big, um, cheese board, which is kind of like, it was almost like a two handed paddle that we used. And also it's yeah. Yeah. Cheese board. Yeah. But the sliced brie, you just throw it across the room and get to some spank and multi-purpose. I like it. It's it's literally the size of like a steering wheel with a handle on it. Or like, oh, that could hit both butt cheeks at once. That'd be nice. Yes, I love those things. Yes, yes. And then I finally uh, gave him the new cane that I got a couple of weeks back as a as a white elephant gift. So he got to try out uh, our nice little cane on me for the first time. Oh wow! So we got to break that in. Yeah, uh, he's actually only the second person who's ever caned me. I mean, Doc was, was, was obviously the first, but sure, uh, sure. no one has ever caned me because that's like one of the last like frontiers of like trust where it's just basically like, 
you know, we've talked about it and I've shown him. He's, he's watched me do scenes with Doc and he's seen mm-hmm. some videos and stuff. But it's just, you know, nothing too hard. You know, just, right. just a starter, nice get-to-know-you caning scene. But, I mean, everything else we kind of went full force with. But um, it's really strange in a way to kind of work up to that and then give it away if you know what i mean kind of just kind of like it's one of those like i said it's like the last frontiers of trust where it's like okay i know i could trust him with this here here you go here's this thing that could potentially rip my butt cheeks open (laughs) well caning was something that you you from what i remember correct me if i'm wrong Mm -hmm. when we first started kind of hanging out caning was not really on your list of kinks it was not something you did a lot Caning, I had, like I said, up until I, I started playing with Doc, I had never been caned. I right. Okay. Wanted, so it I, is it was, still, for you, it's a relatively new play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, considering I've been in the lifestyle, you know, probably about a dozen years now, and I only started doing caning probably about three years ago. Right. Um, caning was something I was always interested in, but I was always fearful of because it's just, you know, you see the scenes where people are going full force and you're like, oh my God, I can't do that. But I actually watched a really good educational video, and I think I've talked about it in the show before, long story short, that caning doesn't have to be, you know, you start hitting hard and there's your scene ender. It's you right. work up to like taps and forward and back and just getting used to, you know, having that cane in your hand. And then when you get toward the end of the scene, the pain tolerance is brought up. That's when you can start bringing out the harder wax if you want them. Sure. And that is well, 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 well put um, yeah. uh, as as a. And we've talked on the show a lot in the past when when Kathy was here. I I love gaining. That's that's my jam. And and it's true. It really is like when you watch the porn hub, you know, or the whatever those yeah. heavy D, whatever the website that does all the kink or kink.com, then of course these are professionals. These are right. people who can do really extreme things, and you see that. And it terrifies you because yeah. it is oh, yeah. a vicious, marking, bleeding thing. Mm-hmm. And that is literally just one fraction of what you can do with canes. And yes. it's kind of that way with anything. A lot of people get scared of a lot of types of play mm-hmm. because they don't understand that you don't have to hit that hard. Yes. And what a lot of people don't understand when you see those scenes on kink or whatever website is before that scene, that bottom's probably gotten a good 20 to 30 minute warm up. And then, you know, they're already warmed up so they can start getting hit that hard right away. You know what I mean? Or but the even if, just but cut even, together, you know? But even if you're not going to go that hard, I rarely mm. go that hard on people. It is an entire language of caning to create, especially if you're using two canes mm-hmm. and, and they're the rattan canes, which are the bendy, you know, the, the real material that you're supposed to have mm. in canes, bamboo can splinter and stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the rattan, if you have thin rattans, you can do like this bouncy stuff that creates like this drony, repetitious build. That you, it's almost like a massage. It can be you can thuddy hit with canes. You right. don't even have, and and then you trace, and then you drum, and then you trace, and then you just push the cane down into the skin and hold it there, and then lift up, build anticipation. There's a million things that you can do with canes, and the goal doesn't have to be leaving the train tracks because that's the type of mark that a cane leaves for those of you that are new but those Uh, are pretty they are pretty but they're (laughs) not necessary the goal of caning just like with any plane is to find that particular bottom's reaction yes 
It's not to find your kink.com reaction because that may not be the person you're playing with. I've hit people with just a little tap that have really sensitive skin and that still makes them jump. It still makes them react. It still gives you that intensity and that power exchange. Of course, it's fun to play with heavy bottoms every now and again that, that really love the marks and the screaming and, and whatever. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, there is so much about this specific type of play that you're missing if you just think it's getting in there and whacking until they bleed and then throw a blanket on them. Right. So I'm real excited that you've got to this level because it really does because of that fear. It takes a lot of trust. Right. It takes well, a lot of trust, especially with Donis, who doesn't have an who's incredible never picked amount. up a cane before in his life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's handled them like he's looked at them at, you know, different. Uh, so, yeah, it's actually he he actually enjoyed it a lot. But but wait, there's more. We oh. actually also did a DV with a toy. Oh, a DP? A DV, D, d- double vaginal. Oh, you mean him oh. and a toy? Go- oh, yeah. we stretched oh, your yeah. little hoo didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good girl. After, after he got me dripping wet from doing the scene, he takes me off the, the door cuffs that I have. And like part of the problems when I get that dripping wet, I can't feel anything. So I had him go in my drawer and get one of my little um, uh, the egg vibrators with the stem, you know, kind of the insertable with the G spot vibrators. Sure. So I start, he started using that on my clit and I'm like, hang on a minute, go get some lube. So I had him put that in and I had him slide in behind it. And oh, holy fuck. Holy fuck. (laughs) Wowzers. So uh, go path, girl. Yes. Yes. It actually got to the point where after like, I don't know, about a dozen orgasms, he throws me on top. And then like I do like two or three more. And I literally like looked at him and whimpered. I don't think I can come anymore. (laughs) Oh, you poor, 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 poor little chicken uh to which he finally said all right fine he pulled out the vibrator and then he finished me off but it was just basically like i I can't give me a white flag i can't i can't so now was it okay go with me on this because and we're gonna do a domless.com review a little bit later so jesus christ you're getting all the fun you fucking (laughs) bitch fuck you um (laughs) but uh so now was it just the hotness of doing something new or was there like a sensation that you had not experienced before? Well, no, it was the sensation of that G spot vibrator was literally up against my G spot and he was pushing it even hard, like harder against the wall. So just that extra bit of thickness. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple orgasms. I was a subspacey drooly mess for about 10 minutes afterwards where I was just in on the bed and just could not move. Nice. Um, Go Donis. Go toy. I asked, I asked him about it also. I was like, he's, he's like, he didn't really feel much, but he definitely enjoyed himself. So, but uh, yeah. So you haven't done it. What do you call it when it's a, a DP, but there's a vibrating toy. Cause I've done a lot of that. Yeah. I mean that, that would be, uh, well, I mean, if you would think, you know, penis and vagina and then toy and ass or vice versa, that would be right. a DP. But I mean, I've done one or two DVs before with, with toys and partners and, um, have just haven't done one in a very long time and definitely not one with Donna. So I basically sure. was like, you know, that was, he, he definitely enjoyed it because he basically, to the point where he was just basically like, yeah, she's done. <laughs> Let me flip the Such a and- good feeling. That is, that's like literally, 
that is man moment. That is yeah, the, that that is the mm-hmm. most man. I don't care if there were toys involved or fucking mm-hmm. you ordered Chinese food, whatever you got to fucking do to get the woman to that level. <laughs> you just there definitely was a smirk there where you're like, yeah, okay, I'll finish oh, yeah. you off. You're like, uh, by the way, I am a love god. And now no, you're just you are a the puddle. love god. I'll have to give him a different nickname. Well, not, look, love gods, look, everyone has their love god. I'm just uh-huh. looking for my love worshippers to uh, to consider me that. But uh, no, it's it's a great feeling when you find something that really turns – There, it's just there's nothing like it. There's nothing like yes. it when you – especially – from my point of view, by me not coming and and just wrecking the fuck out of a partner, <laughs> that's power. Yes. Because there's usually your guys are like, don't come, you know, and it's that I don't know. It's like it's like I have all the control and like mm-hmm. I didn't need to finish. Like it's just you just hold all that girth. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Those chicks at the library are in for something they're, tonight. Let me tell you that. Trouble. I'm going to walk in, pull down my pants and go, my balls are hot. Oh, no, that would get you banned. Sorry. And then I can literally, I'm like an X-Men. My balls are so long. Like literally, I can literally just like take down Magneto. Because he can't control it because I don't have metal in my balls. I could take down, you know, you could totally be an X-Men hero. X-Men listeners that were actually getting into that story and we go right back to the normal perverted podcast well you know (laughs) can't let you have all the fun yes i know i gotta imagine that i'm gonna have fun but that is fantastic i'm really both the caning and the and the double penetration Uh Uh, that's fantastic that is really cool and uh and especially because Every time, because now it's fun, because this relationship with Donis, you have been almost primarily on the show throughout the entire relationship as far as building Donis's kink abilities and him exploring things and doing things. And it's been, I think, for our listeners, and we have a PP Zam that we're going to talk about in a perverted mailbox, how fun it is to be able to just witness that evolution without being there. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like our perverted podcast listeners that have been with us, you know, for a year and a half, two years. Some of us have been the whole time. Yeah. But it's so fun to just see that progress and to mm-hmm. just hear all of those little wins that I remember when you started and all the doubts and, you oh, know, God, like, yeah. hope this is going to work. And is this going to be right? And I really love mm-hmm. him because he's a great guy. But is this going to be so, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 blah. And now here we are that you. And I really think that has to do with that you guys have communicated, that you guys have been considerate of each other and allowing each other to experiment and go slow. Some things very slow. And and that has led to so much success that you're now having these amazing experiences. And I really hope that the people that are listening with me are really enjoying that and, and seeing that that is evidence that you can take something that you're really afraid of and with the right partner that you can communicate well with end up doing things you never did before. Absolutely. It's fantastic. News is sometimes cool and sometimes fucked up. Let's glory hold the planet right now with Enigma. Are you a, are you a brand new virginal whore? Oh, 
uh, yes, Boogie, I am. I am as fresh as the fallen snow on other parts of the country, not LA. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm totally not having a conversation on Discord about a free use party. So yeah, no, I. I, 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 I'm, I'm. I am. I am a virgin, <laughs> sir. First, whoa, my... whoa. Okay, yes, back yes. up here. Back up yes. here. Back up here. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> work, work with me and the listeners. Um, what uh-huh. is a free use party? Okay, let me adjust my halo just a little bit. Um, so, just... <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, a free use party. It's basically uh, there, there's different names, different versions of it, but basically, it's you have a collection of folks who have agreed to be the playthings of the party. Um, and then people can go around and use them however they wish uh, within, you know, negotiated um, sure, sure. limits and such. Um, one, one of my favorite versions, and I, I say it's my favorite just in theory because it, it just schedule-wise never worked out, but one of my favorites um, was they called it the Glove Party. And the whole idea of it was you'd have pe- <laughs> people would be wearing gloves for, for sanitation and, and whatever. Um but uh, you'd have a, a selection of submissives who would be restrained and sensory deprived to their comfort level. And uh, and then next to them, they would just basically have a menu that said what they wanted and their limits and all of that. And uh, and then as long as you fell in, in t- like on that list, you could do whatever was on that list to them. Um, and and so, with yeah, gloves. Uh, with, with gloves, because it like with sanitation. So- so it's an orifice party, basically. Uh, or if, but like also just like general gropage and spanking and like if if there's something on that list that, um, like if, if like if it's like pinching specifically or mm. um, if you th- if they want to get slapped by a stranger, like stuff like that, like that can be on the list, and um, and that's it's of just thing. next to them like a little menu today. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> today much. in the cafe we have. A- <laughs> In the a cafe slapping on a whore. finger in the butthole. Don't ask me where that accent came from. But in the cafe des sluts, yes, cafe des sluts. So that's pretty. Uh, that sounds good. So now, are you going to that as the uh, victim? I, I don't know. I, uh, it, like the 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 party that I had. They would do like hour shift. They would it would be like a two or three hour event, and then like halfway through there would be a break. And right. if any of the people who were bottoms wanted to switch or the b- tops that wanted to switch could at that point. But um, I don't I don't know which side. It, it just kind of kind of depends on my mood. I, I've I've been right. in an interesting headset this last last couple of weeks because I found out um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. Maybe. Um, so I tar- I started testosterone um early last year yes you had told um, me i think you had okay. mentioned it on the show I, but i know yeah, you had told me yeah i think i mentioned it and it it i found out <laughs> i don't know if you know this but if you're taking supplemental testosterone and you can't take it for a couple of days because insurance and money and all of that um yeah. apparently you can go through withdrawal of not having that stuff oh wow um didn't know that um and it put I, I discovered two things. One, uh, apparently, actually, it was kind of two things in one. So, like, I, I got in a very depressive episode. Um, okay. And apparently, for me, that just makes me incredibly submissive in my mind. Um, hmm. 
Like, it just put me, like, I was, like, online and I was, like, way more, like, I'm already switchy, so I'm already kind of attracted to certain things, but, like, it weighed, like, I, I gravitated more towards um, the more femdommy type content. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very... So you kind of very... wanted someone to take care of you at that point, like, yeah. just to handle you. Like, I can't, like, my brain, I can't handle myself. You take care of me. Right. And and um uh earlier this week D D did. They were very kind to handily take care of me. Damn decent um, of her. Damn decent d- of her. Damn decent. Just a giver. Giver. Um absolutely. Um it totally doesn't get her off too. Um which I also uh we tried a, a vibrating um butt plug and that was magical. Wow. So so uh, oh and you yeah 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 on, on me and me yes sorry yes um me as the bottom yeah like they um it was a whole night of stuff they they uh uh flogged me a little bit spanked me a bunch and then basically flipped me over and um fucked me with toys until i came the hardest that i have come in a while it was it was a very it was a very roller coaster of a week <laughs> was it cumthartic it was very cathartic. Yes, yes. Did yes, you cry you. afterwards? I didn't cry, but I couldn't talk for a bit. It's good nut, dude. Yeah, going to say I've never yeah. had a nut like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was actually interesting because it was exactly what I needed. Because the next day, like, I definitely felt more streamlined and definitely more switchy and more ready to top. It was just like. I just needed somebody to take take care of what my brain had been wanting for like a week, and right, it was great. So, did you get back on the testosterone? Or yes, I'm I'm back on it. Um, it, I just I couldn't afford to pick up the meds for a couple days. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm back on it and feeling fine. But yeah, it was it was it was a weird few days there. Are you but finding yeah. the the since you started taking the testosterone? Are you finding uh, any improvements? In like um, the ED and stuff like that. Uh, in the ED, n- not at all. Um, right. For me, the the testosterone. I don't want to say it made it worse, but it definitely didn't make it better. Um, mm. And I was really hoping for that. But yeah, no. It, it, it like overall health is better. Like I, uh, the one of the things that I realized is I haven't had that kind of depressive episode in a like a while. Right. And and the fact that it's happened because i was off the tea like it made me kind of realize like where my depressive episodes were coming from it was mm. like maybe maybe just days where i was just my my testosterone dropped a lot that day right. um and so yeah it was a it was a very interesting kind of realization of like past mental states and such and For sure um but also fun and horny it was a very like i said it was a very <laughs> very odd time testosterone's a crazy thing i mean mine's been really low uh i didn't i haven't taken the appointment yet um but uh you know (laughs) because the lower level benefits uh don't uh don't accommodate a lot of that stuff but uh surely with like it makes sense about more depression and things like that because you just don't have that uh, you know in you with that testosterone and when you have more of that, er, like when I work out more and I try to eat healthy and I keep myself moving and circulate more and I masturbate a little more often, I find that um, that builds my testosterone a little. And then I, I 
I just kind of push through, like, because the depression chemicals, we'll just call them depression chemicals because depression is just a word. They're the chemicals that we interpret as depression. Mm -hmm. Um, When those things come on, I recognize them pretty quick now. And then I have to go through those other tools to deal with the depression. But I, I also, just like you, I notice that when I'm more active and that my testosterone is building more, that I just don't have. That's really interesting because um, that's yeah. not that's not something you. Were, I mean, when we hear testosterone, we're thinking like, oh, I just want to fuck, you know, just right. Let's fix let's fix this. But uh, the testosterone is pretty important, um, you know. And I wonder how in in biological females how estrogen. I don't know. This is this. We're now going to get all fucking stupid and sciency, <laughs> and neither of us know shit well, about that. So. Yeah, but it is it, interesting. It, it's very interesting, and, and I I agree. It would be very interesting to see, um, like maybe maybe I can look for some studies on that on like how testosterone and estri- how hormones affect um, sexual interest and all of that. Like that would that would be that that could be a cool rabbit rabbit hole to go down. That's cool. But we do have another research that you have uh, partaken of. That of course I had to bite my tongue. And oh. my lip and, uh, <laughs> you know, because it deals with a very ugly word. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it starts oh, no, with I, an I, M. I, I have feelings about this article, too. Don't, don't, don't you don't you Yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll have fun with it. But I think, you know, in general, good topic. Let's yep. dig. Let's dig into it. So our article today comes from ifstudies.org. Um, and if you're interested in what we're talking about or any of the articles I have ever talked about, um, you can find them in a full list on our FetLife page. Um, it's right there on the top in a sticky. So this article is called The Myth of Sexual Experience. Um <laughs> While most young adults see single life as a chance for sexual experimentation and more casual relationships, um, a new study shows those same singles also still want a committed relationship. But do they need that experience before getting into them? Conventional wisdom says that, yes, folks should come into a relationship with at least some sexual experience with each other, if not uh, with folks outside of the relationship. Also, many uh, believe fooling around while single allows for folks to be ready to settle down and get <clears throat> married. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Skip it a second. Okay. Um, however, there are also studies that show that having more sexual experiences prior to marriage means that folks are more likely to get a divorce later on down the line. Uh, mm. Now, studies like studies like these are limited like a lot of the sexual studies that we talk about Uh, many show that men and women who wait till they're uh, with a committed partner are more likely to stay together than not the article uh this comes from participated in a survey covering over five thousand people in committed relationships and they were ranked from totally inexperienced before getting into relationship all the way through highly experienced uh which for them meant 10 or more total lifetime partners (laughs) <laughs> I, I know i know i know 10 uh, i know 10 i mean hey i'm i'm under 10 Ooh. um wait Ooh. okay maybe over to anyway um and basically it showed that showed what you probably expected to show from what we've talked about that folks with a mm. lot of experience had worse outcomes in their marriages than those sure. who had next to none um and that this with ex- and that this with experience who had and those those with experience who had good results did so because of a change of mindset and focus on their relationship at hand. The article mm. concludes that the modern focus on the importance of sexual experiences extends um, 
extends other similar findings that focus on sex with your committed partners will allow them to flourish. Focusing on sex with your committed partners. Experience in life may lead to success. Sexual experience apparently does not. Ah. <sighs> yes. So so now <laughs> so now there's so much in this study. Here's what here's what makes me grumpy. Yeah. Not about the study. The study's fine. I did some research on the group and the people that run the group. And this mm-hmm. is a marriage and family group that right. does this. This is not right. this is not just like a university study. So bias whatever i looked up the you know because i'm a fucking nerd i'm like oh who's running this place and it's like you see conservative person this majored in theology this so so there might be some bias in in uh, what their agenda was to to prove in the study um but in general the study we all know that ignorance is bliss we've we've always joked about that and when people are virgins and they marry they don't know that that this is this is the best sex they've ever had so so they don't they don't they don't look they they don't go like oh this is horrible i shouldn't be here or whatever but there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that were left out of the study because this was a short-term study about marriage based on like five years so it doesn't it doesn't start to address the longer term uh marriage and how lack of sexual experience affects that blah 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 so um doesn't talk about the seven-year itch which um is a is a real thing that's why they call it the seven-year itch that after a certain amount of years together you do start to you know start to go whoa what about other things and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't include the the study included age race education level geographic region did not include religious affiliation so right. because obviously those a lot of religions are especially Christianity, Islam, things like that, very, very strict about uh, unwed sex being very negative and bad. So right. people obviously have a stronger motivation to just kind of stick it out and deal with it. Doesn't deal with mm-hmm. the fact of whether people are oversexed or undersexed. Like people have a very high sex drive. People have a low sex drive. It doesn't get into kink. People's with their desires about kink. So there's a lot in this study that of course you know you it's real easy to overgeneralize um if you just take the study at face form so so that all being said i i'll let you go but of course it makes yeah. absolute sense people with less experience are possibly more ignorant about what they're missing in the relationship or missing sexually but not necessary it doesn't deal with the relationship it's not talking about how these people entered that relationship and whether right. they were committed in the relationship this is just taking sex sex data right it's sex data and it's like yes it's really good that they got so many people involved like i think this is one of the, mm-hmm. the studies that had the most sure uh most like results out of a, a lot of the stuff we look at but at this like you're talking about like it was it was directed at folks who are prob- who are married who are wanting to get married who are in that culture mm-hmm. um you said that, like you mentioned they didn't really bring up uh or look into sexual or uh excuse me um like religious affiliation but at the same time it was probably directed at a very specific group of folks and so like i i i think it would be interesting to for them to take this exact same study and maybe send it to like we have 
uh, people uh, at the couple of like kink spaces that I've been involved with will have uh, psych students like reach out and be like, hey, can we send a survey to your people to right. get to get results directly from that lifestyle? So it'd be very interesting if they took this exact same survey, tried to get about it the same amount of people, but directed it specifically at a different like sect of people. Um, right to get a different result because I, I definitely while I was while I was reading this I got definitely and like kind of annoyed with it because it was it was a very like it was a very single-minded article and it like when we got to the results like I just kind of rolled my eyes I was like yeah of course you you got the results you were expecting yeah cause because you geared it you, that way yeah yeah you geared it that way and then like um yeah it was just it it, it was one of like it was a very self-fulfilling survey and or self-fulfilling article and I'm, I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing but like i think that what what this highlighted more than anything for me any, anyway is like yes a, a relationship where the the partners are more interested in exploring sex with each other is going to be more successful Sure. But if if the person is more, or if the people are more interested in experimenting outside of the relationship, then maybe they shouldn't get into a relationship yet. I agree. Um, so I I it did point out that like a lot of these uh, folks who do get into marriages, um, who are are trying to experiment, do get divorced. But I would even say like that might have been part of their experimentation. Like I don't mm. necessarily see that as like it might have might have not been like the best, most healthy relationship but like it was definitely an experiment and it didn't work and um it was definitely a learning experience like i know a lot of people in our lifestyle who tried marriage it didn't quite work out but like they're now in a committed relationship with somebody in the lifestyle who has a similar mindset to them and they they work incredibly well together yeah so, they've been married yeah there's we have a lot of couples yeah. monogamous couples in the lifestyle that have been married for you know 15 20 25 years it's yeah. not uncommon um, it is, it is something obviously, uh, our lifestyle, uh, definitely has, I would say a higher percentage of people who are curious and or experiencing non-monogamy mm -hmm. in their relationships under certain conditions. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I think the biggest thing that, cause once again, we're talking about somebody saying that marriage is the most important thing in someone's life. And for right. some people it is. And if it is, then yes, these statistics can apply that if you were raised in a situation where um, you wanted to wait until you were married before you had sex, absolutely live your fucking dream yep. <laughs> or nightmare, um, <laughs> live it. And then yes, these statistics can apply to you. But the thing that is problematic is people will take this study and use it to slut shame people yeah. and use it to say, you see, you see what's going to happen. You're going to fail in every marriage you do because you had sex with other people. And, and, and it just addresses the sex. It doesn't address the relationship and all, yeah. you know, sex is literally something you do for maybe tops if you take the 168 hours a week <laughs> sex is maybe something you do even if you're rocking for three four hours a week and yeah. then you have another 160 plus hours 
a week to spend with this person that you're not having sex. So right. to say that the hour, the the time that you had sex before has such a dramatic effect on the on your relationship is really diminishing the relationship. And I'm not saying sex isn't a big important thing, and and that it's not you know this is our show. Um, yeah. But if you're if you're talking about a relationship, then you need to be talking about people's mentalities in that relationship because that's mostly what's going to make a relationship work or not work their commitment to each other the communication they have with each other like you said being on the same page finding those commonalities and yes some people when they get into a marriage situation who have had a number of partners before Oftentimes, which was not addressed in the study, oftentimes they're just sick of these bad relationships that they've had. Mm -hmm. So they kind of are like, oh, the clock is ticking. I'm supposed to get married and have a child now because that's what I've been told I'm supposed to do by my family and religion and society and commercialism, blah, blah, blah. So in in regards to the slut shaming, it's just going to be a tool that people are going to use and i think that's i think that's where we're going to get in trouble here yeah i i I definitely think people are going to be able to to use this article for evil and i don't like again i i think if they really wanted to get a wider range they would ask like again i just i'm just curious of like where where they sent this like who did they send this to um because it might have been uh, like 7,000 people who are evangelical. It might have been 7,000 people just just in the South, which has very conservative, very marriage-focused views. Sure, sure. Um, like, I definitely grew up... Like, I had I had a partner whose, uh, whose whole... Like, they didn't quite say this exactly, but their whole thing was they wanted to get married, have kids, and have, have that perfect, you know, relationship. And, like kink was bare was like sort of part of it but like the the bigger focus was she wanted babies in her yesterday because because that that's that's what she was raised to think and um like you're talking about these relationships that that ended did they end because of the sex or did they they end because of such they mean like you said or that they end because of abuse from one of one or the partners like it yeah, that's the other thing about when yeah. you deal with marriages that stay together that mm-hmm. is not mentioned. If you are dealing with uh, you know people that have strong uh, religious backgrounds, those religions, especially Christianity, um, you have to stay together. Yeah, the only reason you can do, and once again, you don't know in this study who's cheating on who, and you're being lied right. to. Everyone says they're happy. Yeah, he's happy because he's fucking twelve people behind your back. I know, cynical. I'm a dick, but um, <laughs> I'm total dick. So when we talk about some people, even if you're being abused in your relationship, even if you're 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 not allowed to leave that marriage according to your religions. Even if you're getting the shit beat out of you or you're it'll say, don't don't, you know, be nice to each other, but you can't escape a relationship. You have this entire church around. And let me tell you, I went through a fucking divorce in a church and I was basically, you gotta go. 
this is a big deal because you're consciously saying I'm going to do this because the whole idea of repentance and whatever is you're supposed to say, oh, well, I'm, uh, you know, you can come into a church and say, I've been divorced and they'll say, we forgive you. But if they know you and you're in the church and they say, you can't get a divorce, she didn't cheat on you. The Bible says right here, you can't get a divorce. And you're like, I'm going to get a divorce anyway, because this isn't right for me. They will say, you are currently, you are denying the Bible. Right. And you, and so you're going to lose all your friends. You're going to lose in, depending on how conservative your family is, you're going to lose your family. You're going to lose a lot of things. So you just kind of just, uh, you know what? This is as good as it gets. And I'm not going to worry about any of this other stuff. So there's so much of why people stay in a relationship. And once again, going back, this did not, this, this study was not about people who have been married for 20 years. Yeah, this this went up to five years and they stopped these studies at that five year point. So you can't just say that people who are virgins stay together forever, (laughs) you know, because you only you're only basing this off. Oh, five years is a long term relationship, which is fucking silly. Anyway, I don't know. I think it's good. I, I, you know, yes, you got your obvious answer. If you if ignorance is bliss, you you can, <laughs> you know, you're going to last a little bit longer, but yeah. really it should be about what these two people are made of when they get together and how committed to having a good marriage they are, regardless of how much they've, sex they've had, because there's been plenty of porn stars that have mm-hmm. gone through their fucking thousand fucking partners. And then later in life, they found someone they loved and worked on that relationship and stayed together for many years. Yeah, and still did sex work. It, yeah, <laughs> some of them. Well, some of them, but like. But what I'm saying is, it, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't. It also is. Why is marriage the be all end all of fucking life? Is really yeah. what it comes down to for me. Well, well, like, like when, um, like when when D D visited, like she came home with me and visited family and like that was something that we talked about. Like we've talked about marriage and we talked about stuff and it's like, we talked about kids and all that stuff. And like, right now, like our, like we're really enjoying our time together. We're really enjoying our relationship, but like, like marriage could be on the table, but like we, I can't even afford to move in. I I can't even move, afford to move out. Like, let alone move in with somebody and, and share and figure out what a life together. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that I'm not envisioning that a little bit, but like, I, I, I can't afford it, and sure. especially in our, in the lifestyle that we have. Like, I mean, there's the joke where it's like, oh, you want to buy a house? Like, are you poly? Because <laughs> right, because then your whole polycule can buy a house. But like, oh, um... which? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 oh, we have someone saying, on I'm our. We should. have someone. We have someone on our show that would would definitely ha- have some brouhaha to uh, <laughs> to tell you to avoid that. Yes, I'm not saying it's uh, the ideal. I'm just. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny though. Yeah. So um, funny. But yeah, so I'm I'm just saying like to to have an article like this, to have studies like this that are are un, are of course absolutely going to be pushed on people to make them make marriage choices that maybe they 
don't want to do right now and rush into things. I, I, I hope that anybody who maybe reads an article like this, and then I hope they take a second and, and focus on what they actually need in a relationship. Um, right. Cause maybe they need sexual, like, cause one, one, of, one of the things I was actually surprised at this article is like, there were 10% of people that had a, a lot that, that were highly experienced in sex and still had successful committed relationships. And it's because like, you can experiment a lot and still find that person that makes you incredibly happy. Like I know people who were poly, right, right. but they found the one person and were like, you know, this person checks all of my boxes or at least enough of them that makes me incredibly happy. So I'm I'm going to I'm just going to stick with this. And Yeah. And so like I think pushing a specific na- narrative like the only way to have a successful committed relationship is to not have sex beforehand. That's I that is incredibly unhealthy and that's going to damage a lot of people. That's uh, just going to it's going to damage a lot of people. Yeah, I'm glad they did the study so we could bitch about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 it's it's a conversation it. It's it's the uh, the other side of the the conversation that needed to happen in this in this article and in this study, and that and it it didn't happen. Um, no, no, yeah. but uh, but I I mean, once again, you don't have to be. There are a lot of roads to happiness, mm-hmm. and breaking down the idea that marriage and I'm not talking long term relationships. I'm talking mm-hmm. marriage, right. getting a license. And sucking the teat of society. Um, You can have a long-term relationship. You can do many things. You don't have to get married. You don't have to have sex ever. You can be asexual. You can do anything that you desire to live your fucking life. Just live your life. And if that is marriage is the thing that you see yourself doing then by all means go for it with a hundred percent effort and find somebody that will take that hundred percent effort with you but if being sexual and exploring yourself and enjoying your life and doing those things is important to you as well then don't let studies like this dissuade you from from being who you are because that's shame and bullshit you know you just Absolutely. work harder. Yeah, work harder. I would and, say and focus on what you need. Yeah, <laughs> I know I sound so grumpy the whole time in my head. I'm hearing conservatives try to argue with me, right? And and I'm like, I'll debate this with you because fuck you. <laughs> this yeah. is, you know, people should just do, people should do what they want to do. Marriage is not the be all and end all, and this is an, right. a marriage study this is a study on people that are like yes everyone should be married and uh, you know and there's aspects of that obviously with a family you should have the the mother father you should have parents and you know yes if you're gonna do it you should do it really well right but you don't have to do it it's not it's not the only way to have a happy life enigma yeah yes enjoy your finger Finger orifices party. <laughs> I look forward to it as well. We got some mail, and we're gonna read it. Perverted mailbox because you need it. Yeah. Look at us, Path Girl. Like a real show again. 
<gasps> I know. I know. Getting, it's getting emails at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. People sending Yay. in their thoughts and uh, questions Thank and comments. You. And uh, this week is a lot of fun because we uh, there is an honor in Perverted Podcast folklore uh-huh. that you receive if your life is so pathetic <laughs> no that you listen to us for uh, many many episodes and it's not as pathetic as us but it, it just is means that you're awesome it's yes yes that's the nice way of saying it no i'm just kidding you know i'm kidding <laughs> but there are levels that you can reach if you're a new listener if you listen to 20 perverted podcast episodes or more uh or up to 50 you become a zit which is a zombie in training. If you listen, you thank you for the zombie, the <laughs> underwhelming zombie growl. Could you try that again? No, I was going to build the zombie growls because. Oh, okay, you know, very good, very good. Okay, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. Okay. If you listen to fifty episodes of Perverted Podcast, you become a peepee zombie. That was yes, very worked. That worked fantastic. <laughs> and then you can tell people, by the way, I'm a peepee zombie, and they won't know what you're talking about, obviously. Yeah, much. <laughs> and then you can tell them that you have found I was gonna say the greatest show in the world, but then I thought about it and I'm like, you can say you found this a show and you're a zombie. Anyway, moving on. If you now then we have three hundred and ninety-four episodes that yes. we have recorded. You Holy could crap. technically start at episode one and then listen for two and a half to three straight weeks, Oof. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and not get to the end. But let me tell you something, kids. If you do make it through the 394 episodes and become current with all of the peepee uh, uh, magic that we have over these eight years, you become a peepee zombie apocalypse master path girl. Yay. And that's your zombie happiness here. Fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. I'll do the zombie. <gasps> Thank you. It's a happy zombie. <laughs> And you would be amazed how many people have emailed in. And this email came in from Mom Bod, Mom Bod Sub, who's sexy. She's got an ass on her. And I might have perved her uh, profile and seen some uh. of her naughty pictures. Um, but uh, I found your podcast towards the beginning of this year and have loved the show from episode one. I listen every chance I get on my commute to work, on slow days when I can sneak headphones into work, while I'm cooking dinner. Heck, even when I'm in the shower, which is nice because Uh-oh. you're naked and hopefully <laughs> masturbating while you're in that shower. Uh-huh. But moving on, you guys have opened my brain to things I never thought I would consider. I have loved listening about your own experiences and fantasies and have even developed some of my own, which we want to hear about at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or become a listener and come on the show, uh, which you can do by filling out the questionnaire. Email me pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. I am proud to announce that I am officially a PP Zam. Yay! Cue the cue the applause. Thank you. 
But now I am sad because I have to wait every week for a new episode. This is something we have heard many times. Aww. However, the excitement and anticipation is a torture I am will gladly endure. Keep being your amazing selves. Can't wait for the next episodes. And then she, of course, mentions how much she loves my music. And uh, awesome. that's, yeah, so that's good. You know, because I need groupies. I really yes. do. But everyone that likes my music lives far away. So I don't get groupies here. But whatever. But uh, thank you so much, Mom Bod Sub. Congratulations on being a PP Zam. Yes, thank it is you. so exciting to hear from you. And if you are lonely and you really want to show that you have no life, you just go back to episode one and start listening again. Yes. And if you do that, you become a PP Zam Echo. There you go. And uh, we have people. We have people that have listened. Papanov has, has listened like four times. Wow. Like we're just, that's the background music. Every, wow. I'm, we're just background music. <laughs> you just, that's just like your buddy. This is like, we've become that, uh, that person in the background. And I love it. I think it's fantastic. Thank you so much for emailing. If you have questions, uh, that you want to ask us, things you want us to talk about, uh, tell us your fantasies, things like that. Of course, we want to hear from you at pervertedpodcast at, at gmail.com. Drunk ass fucking suck! Hey, baby, I want to dick my face on your tits. Like, you want to? Stay on guard when you're out in the club. Path girl has vagina. Gonna use the vagina. Dom lust in <laughs> vagina with the Barbie microphone. Path girl, path girl, path girl. Path girl finally used the Barbie microphone Dom lust toy. The stunt vagina has played with the Barbie microphone. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so cute. That was the first thing I remember when we did the unboxing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It looks like a little Barbie microphone. Yeah. yeah. It, that is amazing. So what is this toy? Let's get into this. Domless.com has been fantastic. Yes. They've sent us tons of toys. They're so happy with our reviews that I Yay. think they might even be sending us a couple more toys, yeah. uh, including Ooh. an endoscope, which means we will now be able to look inside of Path Girl's vagina. Oh, Okay, we may have to put like a Patreon picture up for that. Yes. <laughs> here's what here's what Path Girl cervix looks like. You know what the funny thing <laughs> is, we and we'll that? talk about we'll talk about it when you do it. But we used to do endoscope stuff on the show, and it was going to be a whole thing. I bought it. Endoscopes aren't that expensive. You can get an right. endoscope online for like twenty bucks, and it's so fun because you can put that you you know you get the uh, speculum and then you open up the orifice. And then you put in the little camera. It has an LED light on the end. And I'm sure this Domless toy is like a dildo with the camera on the end. So you actually get pleasure and oh. you get to see what's going on. So which would be more fun, I think, because then if you can bring someone to orgasm, then you can actually video the orgasm. Oh, that would be awesome. And then you can see the cervix and the, the shit going on. So who knows what we'll see, but it's a great experiment. But what I found is a lot of women are super excited to be like, yeah, let's look inside my pussy. Mm. And then they see inside the pussy and they all go, ew. Uh, <laughs> like, because it's not a... It, it sounds... It's sexy, mm -hmm. but it's sexy in a different way. It's not pretty. Mm -hmm. And so women get very like, I remember we were going to do all of these different things. And, but 
most of the women were like, eh, <laughs> don't put that up. That's not cute. I'm like, it's amazing. Let's do it. But anyway, we digress. We'll get to the endoscope soon, but let's yes. get to this toy, which is so much fun. Yes. So they call this the mini AV wand vibrator. Uh, actually, in the box, it also even said, like we said, a microphone on it. So if you were to look at this, uh, it actually looks like a little microphone. It's got a handle with a, a like a jeweled button on it for turning it on and off. And the top of it comes in three different colors. It's either in black, macron pink, or dark red. So they sent me the macron pink one. So it Love actually it. looks like like almost like a, like an ice cream cone or a, a really small, short microphone. Right. So I was kind of intrigued because it's just, this is a bigger head than what I'm used to. Because all the vibrators I have, or even the, the bullet vibrators, they're meant to go in a small area. This is kind of more comparable almost to like a Hitachi head. It's a little smaller mm. than that, but yeah. it, it's 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 bigger than your typical um, vibrating head. So this toy, as many Dom Lust toys have, they have their little magnetic charger. So it just clicks on. You can plug it into the wall. Very easy, very uh, easy to travel. And this also is waterproof, very easy to wash. And their latex um, or their um, the rubber that they use is also very soft. It doesn't get sticky after I, uh, you wash it a few times. And it's got 10 different frequency vibrations. Hmm. And I would think, me looking at this, I would market this toward the littles. Not only because of the appearance, but some of the vibrations that are on here are almost like like they're they're almost kid like where there's one that's almost sound like a machine gun where it goes what i'm serious let's let's re let's bring that one back you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and let's rewind that okay and let's not say that this vibrator is almost kid like let's say it's very jovial very maybe little oriented like dd i'm just gonna say do you know you know what i mean no what i mean Okay. It, yeah, okay. I slip with the kid oriented. Okay. So marketing- <laughs> I'm joking, but whatever. Okay, well fine. It, but marketing this toward little littles or age players, that would kind of be cool because never mind the fact that it's very small. Um, it really could like I could fit this in the palm of my hand and like if I turn my hand over, you can't see it. But mm-hmm. it's it's it packs a punch. I mean it with the, the ten different vibrations. I mean standard vibrators have that small, medium, high vibration and this right. it packs a good nice punch. Um, but yeah, the definite, you know, different vibrations in it, different vibration patterns there. It's a little different than the other vibrators they make. They kind of, I guess they tried to switch it up between like not having all the, the vibrators do the same thing kind of thing. So there are different patterns on here that aren't on their other vibrators. Right. Um, so I did get to play around with this yesterday. Good, good. And I got to play around with all the different vibration settings and stuff. And it definitely felt different on my clit because of that wider area. Hmm. So compared to like the concentrated area that can be on like with a bullet vibrator or something smaller where sometimes those could be even irritating. This was very smooth. Um, the vibration was even and it was it, it's also interesting because I've never played with a vibrator with a handle on it. You know okay. what I mean? Whereas like most of the time they're either dildos or they're uh, rabbits where you have the, the, you know, the little thing against your clit. This you could actually kind of move it around. And it was very interesting to kind of play with that because it's just, it's a different sensation kind of rolling it around on your clit instead of actually, you know, just yeah. holding it there and, you know, having an insertable. So it definitely was a, a different sensation uh, than traditional vibrators. So now, uh, as far as the strength level, like compared mm-hmm. to a Hitachi, because it is very small, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so it's definitely. It, it, 
yeah, it's not as powerful as a Hitachi. I mean, Hitachi, they're meant to be like, you know, the, the powerhouses. But And they're as, plugged as, into a wall. This is exactly. a, the, yeah, That's a vibrator that yeah. plugs. This is a rechargeable vibrator, so it's well, going to be and, a little. Yeah, and most Hitachis are like five times the size of this thing. This mm-hmm. is actually, you, you could sneak this, a woman can sneak this in her little purse and take it out for the evening. Or, you know, uh, just like I said, it really will just tuck in your hand. So you can even kind of you know, walk around with it in your hand in a dungeon and no one will see it kind of thing. So it's kind so of So you would say, so would you say as far as like vibration, because obviously everybody comes at different frequencies, like right. literally everyone has their level of vibrator and some people need a very light touch and some people need uh, a stronger, you know, they need to work up to that uh, mm-hmm. machine gun jackhammer Hitachi <laughs> fucking joy where they break it. I cannot tell you how many times I have seen sparks fly. Oh my from, gosh. <laughs> from use, I used to talk about it on the show. Like, literally, I have had to rebuild like five Hitachis oh because they pulled so hard on the head, it actually mm-hmm. snapped the cord and made a oh, giant geez. crackling <laughs> spark while we were fucking. And it oh. got so often that it didn't even stop the fucking. Like, the first time, everyone's like, what the fuck was that? It exploded on my pussy. <laughs> After that, they're just like, uh, uh, and they just reach out like every the the shock, the lights flicker and everything, and like Mew or whoever it was, Bunny just reaches out, uh, give me another one, <laughs> give me the stunt Hitachi. <laughs> just and then you just grab another one because there was always three or four there, and each one they were all plugged in, so so uh, you you know you didn't lose the uh, orgasm completely, yeah. But uh, but yeah, the, so the strength on this one. Is for like a medium kind of, probably. yeah, yeah, and 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 it goes everything from a very light touch to a heavier touch, and then obviously some of them ramp up, some of them ramp down, depending on what your particular touch is. I mean, I I normally will play around a little bit with the ramps up and the ramps down, but I normally will start with a lower setting, and then if I'm going for multiple orgasms or whatever, then I'll move it to a higher setting because uh, I don't. So, there's something about like if you use a, a vibrator on the highest setting too much, you kind of just get these desensitized in that sure. area. Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So. And the thing about a lot of times, now go with me on this. Mm-hmm. A lot of these have all these random, like you said, it's got the machine gun for kids <laughs> that we're not going to say kids because that sounded good. For creepy. littles and for little for, okay. for little uh, consenting adults, consenting yeah. only adults, not for kids. But uh, that all of those little, you know, like they're basically, it's like a DJ booth, you know, it's like, Mm. so they have all these little patterns and on some vibrators, you can actually link them to your stereo and, and get those types of patterns. And what I have found is those are not for orgasm. If you can orgasm with machine guns and different random patterns and whatever, bless you. God Mm -hmm. bless you. Mm -hmm. But what they do do is they're a good tease. Yes. Like when someone, you leave a vibrator on like that has all those different settings, you leave it on to where you can ramp them up to where you can see that they're getting close Mm -hmm. and then you switch it to one of those fucked up happy, happy camper fucking programs. Yeah. And you just look at the face and they're just like, go back to the consistent. <laughs> go back to the. Uh, Fuck you. And, stop it. And then you're like, don't you like this? Put it back on the fucking stable. So they are fun for for teasing. And when you finally discover that, it actually becomes a lot of fun with those settings. I might resemble that remark. Do you want? Yes. 
I'll, I'll tell tell don't tell Donis because then he'll start doing it. I'll, yeah, so were you able to actually? Was it strong enough for you to have an orgasm? Yes, yes. Um, oh, I had to switch it onto the medium setting, the lower setting for the steady um, vibration wasn't enough for me, but the medium definitely was. And then I eventually afterwards put it on the higher one. I'm like, oh, I could definitely use this for later if I wanted to shoot for multiple orgasms. But normally when I play by myself, I just kind of shoot for maybe one or two, and that's about it. But that yeah, it is... definitely was a lot of fun. That's fantastic. How much does that uh, toy usually cost in U.S.? This is actually one of the the, the, the the most inexpensive toys they sent us. This is only $19.90. $19.99 and it, 20 bucks and yeah. it and, and it gets you there. Yeah, definitely. And, it, this and is, it's this would be well a built. Little thing. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. That is, that's a good toy. GoDomless.com. If our perverted podcast listeners are interested in exploring any of these wonderful toys that Dom Lust is sending us, it's pretty easy. DomLust.com. D-O-M-L-U-S-T. We talk about them all the time because they send us free shit and we love free shit. Path yes. Girl. You know what I just heard? You may yes. get the next batch, but the next batch, I think, has to go to Enigma and his his partner. Oh, definitely. Yes, please. Because he's, like, he's like, hey. <laughs> um, His girl's over there going like, hey, if they're needing stuff to try you know i got a vagina over here too yes and so i'm like okay well you know i've already promised path girl that she would get this i'm more than happy to share that is (laughs) as you have ten thousand toys now you're like these are all tainted by me now (laughs) well actually there are one or two we haven't tried yet and actually there's one that we did the on the unboxing video on youtube which we couldn't even show do you remember that oh, one? Oh, the, the bat. Big... We still haven't done the bat yet. No, we. I, I thought we had did, but I went back through our reviews. I'm like, we haven't done the baseball bat yet. So no, that'll be that's the, next the one, one that actually thrusts. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that should be fun. You should have oh, fun with that. Oh, yeah, that's the big See, that's drama. your DP with Donis. Uh, okay, we might have to. Okay. Challenge that could be <laughs> That could be your DP with Donis. And just, just keep it, just let it be a back door. Cause you had, cause it's long enough for him to hold. It's like a baseball bat. Oh, with oh, yeah. It's definitely it's it, it, it is long. It is very long. <laughs> nice. I like how I'm just offering up your anus. Pretty much. Well, can we can good. we offer off Enigma and his partners anuses and vaginas and other orifices sure. as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever toys. I'd love to hear. Yeah. I'd love to hear somebody else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's been wonderful. Uh, your vagina has done very well. And yes. Domino's.com if you're interested in some of these toys. Buzz, 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 buzz. And that is the end of show 394. Thank you for joining us. If you have questions, comments, or other fun stuff you want to send us, and or anything else you want us to cover, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on TikTok or Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And on FetLife, there is both a group and a page. You can support us for free, yes, free, by hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. Please do that. It helps other kinksters like you find us, and it really pushes up in the platforms so other listeners can hear us. So be like a bratty sub and push those buttons. And do if it. you'd like to help, do it. Do it now. 
And if you'd like to help support uh, the podcast a little bit more, please go to patreon.com slash pervertedpodcast to sign up for our five bucks. If you give a fuck level, you get the shows a few days early and lots of behind-the-scenes stuff, including all of our Half a pee episodes, which we've got about a year under our belt now, don't we? We have many, many episodes. Now, then, we talked off-air about... What does it mean? Because you're a pee-pee Zam if you listen to all the main show. Like, this is the main show. So you're still a pee-pee Zam if you listen to all these because some people aren't on Patreon, which is stupid because, uh, you know, then you don't get to listen to all of the other magic. There are other shows. So we don't have a name yet if you're a pee-pee Zam Patreon. Like, because there's another, like, 40 shows up there Uh that uh, the regular listen. What? A patreonic zombie? A patreonic instead of patriotic? You know, patreonic zombie. I like it. I like it. However, mm-hmm. I don't like Patreon. Okay. I So I don't want to include about, their name. If we okay, do Patreon, about, and they allow us to be there, but yes. they do nothing. They do absolutely nothing for the adult content creators. They yeah, literally push us off true. to the side. They take the millions. And they don't let us link together. They don't put it there all. Oh, we made you a Discord. Fuck you. Thank you. Uh, there's my rant. There's my rant. Okay. So, How about uh, an ultra zombie? No, it should be something, uh, you know, uh, a, a donor with a boner. I don't know. <gasps> oh, I like that. No, but yeah, but it's not oh, It's not a then, thing. But then everybody's got a yeah, boner. So. Yeah, like what if you have a, you know, yeah. I mean, if you're a hyena <laughs> chick, then yeah, your clitoris <laughs> is like a boner. And then you sodomize all your your pack with that. I'm glad there's no videos of that that I've ever seen. Because I've heard that female vaginas, clitorises are really big. And then they fuck all the, as like a thing of dominance. They're they're a matriarchy pack. Why? Uh, Why? Why can't I just end a show? Why? (laughs) Now I'm upset. Uh, Now, Now I'm, but yeah, listen go to our patreon and <laughs> or if you have an idea what we should call the patrons that's that also listen, listen to all the patreon episodes, if you're a donor maybe. yeah if you're yes. a donor with a hyena boner gross <laughs> <laughs> well that's been a great show uh, i think it's time that we just uh, play a song and get the fuck out we'll see you guys on the next one bye <laughs> She waits for her lover to come from the ground To fill her with love when no one's around Tending her garden she sings out her song And solution to remedy how she was wronged
blah, blah. Alone I'll be happy, and this time I mean it, with my vegetable lover in the shape of a pea. Got word of her protest. Soon a gardening revolution had spread through the land. Now cucumbers and carrots will soon replace men. And the lady down the block is even growing an egg. 